Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is your song choice, right? Sort of. I sort of dominated. We kind of work together on that one. Pretty in Pink. Okay, Pretty Pretty in Pink. I got it, yes. Hey, iCandy fans. Welcome to another episode for MTV's iCandy. I'm your host, Courtney Tezno, and you guys can keep in touch with me at Tezno's. Before I get to my lovely co-host and our guest today, be sure to go over to YouTube backslash TV. Subscribe, leave your comments. We love hearing your comments and your feedback every week. We listen to it. We'll see what you say. And then be sure to head over to iTunes and SoundCloud as well. You guys can uh, also listen to our podcast there. Mm-hmm. And be sure to use the hashtag ABTViCandy. Now, I want to introduce my lovely co-host with me today, one sitting next to me. Introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. You can catch up with me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Or dot .com. I'm Cinematic Escape everywhere. Right. And then just we have Google me. Back. Everyone's been asking about you yeah. in the comments. That's awesome. They have been. They missed you a lot. Well, I'm happy to be back. Thanks so much, guys. I'm Brittany Baldy. For those of you that don't know, you guys can find me at Brittany underscore Baldy. And I was on the East Coast doing some stuff for MTV and visiting my family. But I'm happy to be back Yay. with my lovely girls. Woo. And we're all happy to be pretty in pink. Yes. <laughs> we did yes, not we plan are. this, by the way. We at did all. not plan we this at all. We freaked out when we saw each other. <laughs> I feel like so weird. Valentine's Day came yeah. up. Yeah. Something going on with Valentine's that. Leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's we just left, had some mood. leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we have a wonderful gentleman on our panel today. Oh, so <laughs> they don't know me yet. That's yeah. great. Hi. So go ahead and introduce yourself to us. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Malady. I'm Brittany's roommate, castmate, soulmate, <laughs> bestie, colleague, and, uh, you know, and temporary there, dad. Right? And MTV family. Yeah, we mm-hmm. met on Are You the One, season one. Love the show. It yeah. was it was quite a trip. And uh, yeah, it's just I guess we couldn't get enough of each other, so now we're here in California. <laughs> and again, Ryan Mowdy, you can follow me at Ryan Mowdy. Awesome. Uh, and you're a huge fan of eye candy, right? I'm becoming one. Good. Becoming yeah. Really awesome. Well, because Brittany's hosting, she's always watching it. It's like her homework, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. just, oh, I'll, I'll help you with your homework. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> and now you're hooked. And now you're yeah, hooked. Yeah, no, good. They, they, I'm hooked deep. Good. So this episode, you know, last week we said that uh, that we thought that that was a, or I thought it was a, um, going to be next week's episode is what we saw, but I realized that that was like a mid-season trailer. So mm-hmm. that's like what we're going to see in all the upcoming episodes. We haven't heard yet whether there's going to be a season two, but I feel like with a mid-season trailer like that, like, come on now, you guys have to get hooked. Mm-hmm. I certainly hope so. Yeah. I mean, I just love this show. It's given me a lot of paranoia, and <laughs> I'm so curious, Ryan, how do you feel about online dating? I know all we've all shared our opinions, oh, yeah. and these girls are really scared of online dating, especially probably more so now that we've watched the show, what what are your opinions of online dating? Online dating, you know, it went, I think, when it started off with, like, Match.com and, you know, like, the really intensive sites, it was almost like a desperation thing. Now, Mm -hmm. it's so 
temporary and disposable, like the show kind of leads on, mm -hmm. that it's really more like a game. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have Tinder. I do. Oh. But since watch, I mean, it's not necessarily because I'm trying to get out there, I'm trying to date, but it's almost more of a, um, I want to see who's who's in my area and what are they like and okay. mm -hmm. and it's almost like a game when you when you match with somebody it's almost like you get a point like, yay they <laughs> yeah, like me too really? but now since watching the show i'm definitely paying a little closer attention to please be cautious the details <laughs> you know after uh the first episode when um when they were swiping through on flirtual <laughs> and then she's like oh uh best picture she's ever taken uh, syndrome. Oh, uh, he likes his dog more. He's gonna like you. You know all these like things you can read into. It's really cool to uh, to see you know a show kind of elaborate on what we actually we go through with, every day. Yeah, mm -hmm. we do it every day. Well, I think this episode, a lot of us are not dealing with you know ICU issues, hacking in an ICU. I really hope that's not a thing. <laughs> but mm. this episode, we see that uh, their next mission is to figure out what's going on in this hospital. We see in the very first scene that there's someone who's getting uh, brain surgery, and he's so scary. Yeah, like he, they, I heard he's having like seizures, and they're trying to figure out what's the cause, trying to fix all of that. I know they're like flipping through, showing him the, all these pictures, like what colors. That this. was really yeah. cool. They're like fixing his, him. <laughs> being able to answer a question correctly by messing with his brain like right, and while he's, he's awake, awake which is even more terrifying that was so freaky like if i saw someone drop as they're like operating on me oh, it's, my brain. it's already freaky enough that i don't have like any medicine that's really like putting me to sleep but to see that i think i would freak out and just pass out like how did he not pass out yeah, yeah. how how did he stay yeah. totally conscious i'm sure he was like drugged up and whatever but i like that they told us that the brain doesn't have neuroreceptors or whatever so mm -hmm. that's why he doesn't feel pain, that's crazy, considering that like that's the one organ that can't get hurt or mm -hmm. you're gone, you know? Yeah. You would think that not feeling pain would be kind of cool, but you you need to feel pain. Yeah. I mean, physical pain, so you know, okay, this is hot, don't touch it, but also emotional pain. I feel like a lot of people yeah. would wish, you know, that a breakup wouldn't hurt. But you need but that you, so you, you remember not to. to go through that situation ever again. Yeah, that's a yeah. good, good point. point. That's a good point. Pain's a good thing. It is. No I pain, no gain. <laughs> what did he gain with the pain? Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows that, that, that you know, fire trucks are red now. <laughs> okay, so they fixed him a little. There you go. Oh, Look at the bright side. Exactly. Thank you. So we see that uh, Lindy, she goes to extreme lengths to basically um, figure out whether this hospital, whether, whether they're hacking the hospital. And at first, you know, Tommy, I don't know why he didn't think she was going to go further than what he asked her to do. Because come on, she's <laughs> it's Lindy. Lindy. She's a badass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, she goes a little bit further after she figures out that they are hacking the place, and she basically admits herself or fit, finds out a way to admit herself as a patient. What did you guys think about her chugging? It looked like like five, five hours hour energy, yeah, and, and then, then running? running to get her heart rate up. What I mean, did you guys think about that? Those things have been reported that they are bad for your health. That they dangerous. make your heart rate you know, go fast, and, you know, I don't, I'm, like, an all-natural girl, I try to eat as healthy as I can, because it's, like, there's chemicals and everything, and I'm not gonna take them willingly, which those five-hour energies are just said to be the absolute worst things you can put in your body. Yeah. Yeah, they give you syphilis, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that Harvey came up with that. Of all things, I'm like, really? She could have done anything else, but I guess when you think of the symptoms that she had to have, that would yeah. be the easiest thing to do. <laughs> Syphilis. It's I don't know. It seems like it seems like George is a pretty competent person. I don't he think his finger slips that off. Yeah. <laughs> Syphilis. Whoops. Sorry about that. Right. Like he was 
was kind of laughing in the truck, like, all right, is this is what she's going in for. Can Ryan I, loves yeah, that truck. I, that is the cyber van of the century. That's like a pimped out van. Where did George get this thing? He like rolls up from? in this carpet cleaning, undercover, pimped out cyber van. Probably a company that fell through. You can get those on Craigslist. It's, it's George. He, he can figure it out. You think he but souped it up himself? He, I mean, Tommy knew it was, you know, it wasn't just anyone when yeah. he saw the van. So I'm guessing, like, has that been around? Like, I didn't see it in previous episodes. Did you guys? No. I mean, George, he can get his hands on whatever he wants, it seems <laughs> much, like. Yeah. He probably just went out and, and stole that out of a parking lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and created it in his backyard. He probably did, because what was it, a carpet cleaning truck? That's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. And he just created this... Hacking, hacking, mobile hacking system. Mobile hacking system. That's huh? got to be like his. I think it's like his life's work. <laughs> like you know, like some people you know put their money in certain places. He he pimps his van. Reminded <laughs> me of Nightcrawler. <laughs> you know, that is kind of true. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> well, George, George could have his own show now. <laughs> right? Well, Spin off. Well, I think we we saw that Harvey had a little bit of fun, even when he was being uh, watched by Jaeger. Uh, who we should probably mention is calling yeah, in. Yeah, we're going to save mm-hmm. that. <laughs> but, oh. yeah, we, we, we just always want to save it for you guys. But, yes, Jaeger is going to be calling in, or uh, his Marcus actual name, Calendar. Marcus Calendar. So we're going to wait to cool get name. that call from really him. Cool I know. Two Marcus L's, Calendar. Two L's on the calendar. Marcus Calendar. Just Marcus Calendar. He's coming like in, Marcus Cal- like, Mar- like Marcus Calendar. It's such a cool name. Do you guys Marcus think that Marcus could be the killer? Hmm. I don't know. He did disappear for a second. No. Well, in it the was van. weird. Yeah, he ran after, I guess, to find det- Dr. Wells, but it was like, hmm, it was mysterious. But you guys, Jake wasn't there this whole episode. I just feel Jake like is he, the, I know. he came back up Jake as is a my suspect. number one. Yeah, he definitely came back up as a suspect, but... Again, we'll hear what you guys have to say. I read a couple comments this week. Which, by the way, he I just got confirmation today that he's joining us next week. Woo! Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's another hottie. In the studio. <laughs> he's an Australian model. Of course, I did my research. Of course, I did your research. Maybe we should start talking like this around the, uh, the apartment. Maybe you pay more attention to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, crikey. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys. Well, we're introduced. We got a wannabe Australian in the house. Wallaby? Wallaby Australian? That was a nice accent. A little bit? A little bit. Shrimp on the body. Got it. All right. We were introduced to a new character this uh, this episode, and it seems like they had he had history with Tommy. Seems like we have a call. Yeah, before we get into that, I believe we have Marcus on the phone. Marcus Calendar. Is this Marcus or is this a. Yes, it is. How you doing? Hey! Hello. We were just talking about you. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? Very Marcus. good. Very well. Thank you. Marcus, thank you so much for calling in. We were so excited to hear from you. I don't know if you were watching our show just now on AfterBuzzTV.com, but we were accusing you of being the murderer. <laughs> you think I'm the murderer? me. <laughs> <laughs> What did I do? <laughs> you were gone a few scenes this mm-hmm. episode, which made you a suspect. Yeah, Marcus, where were you on I, the I, night of that night? What'd you say? Where were you on the night of that one night? <laughs> where was I? Don't worry about where I was. Uh, don't worry about where I was. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't know. Is there anybody else you think is a killer? Because, I mean... It can't. It can't just be me. You guys think? Oh, so many people are suspects. I think Jake is our number one right now. Mm-hmm. Jake. And who's I, the, wait, who's the number one? Who? Jake. Who? Jake, the creep. The Jake. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Oh, don't try to deflect. Marcus, are you smiling right now? I know you never smile I, I, in the show. I, I am smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know, is there anything going on with Detective Yeager and Sophia? Ooh, they'd be a cute couple. Mm. They would be a great couple. Mm-hmm. Well, um... I can't answer that right now. You got to keep watching to find out. She is a pretty lady, though. I love her. I love her. She's great. I loved working with her. It was great. But you got to keep finding out. You got to keep watching. You got to keep watching. Well, how do you guys feel? Do you guys want something to keep happening? Oh, we said that when the how first time we saw chemistry? you guys. The first time we saw you guys, I definitely saw chemistry, and I wanted that to happen. Okay. But I mm. felt like your character was a little standoffish, and she was more forward. So I think yeah. we need to get to know you a little yeah, my, bit better. Yeah, Jaeger's a, Jaeger's a tough guy. He's a <laughs> tough guy. You know, he's professional. He's not going to let some little pretty lady get in his way, but we'll see what happens. But we'll they see. always do. But they, they always, always do. do. She <laughs> could be the one. <laughs> What'd you say? No, but I was like, she could be the one. So let her get, get in the way of that work. It's funny how the, uh, the... She could be the one. I see I see a lot of people are thinking that she's the killer, too. Mm-hmm. We did Ooh. say that because it could be a, a lady. Ooh. And she is the best mm-hmm. friend. It might be a lady. That, that would be a cool you know, If it was a lady, that well, would be cool. But well, the only reason I don't we, know. Yeah, but we stopped thinking that because Christian told us that it wasn't based off the book. And in the book, it's a lady. So we started thinking that That's it could true. Be a man. That's true. In the book, in the book, Sophia's character is the killer, but this ain't a book. Oh. <laughs> this is not the book. Yeah, in the beginning, the <laughs> killer is kind of narrating, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, Would you say Are that you again? the one? In the beginning of the season, the killer is kind of narrating, isn't he? Saying, right. I'm trying to find the one. And mm-hmm. if there's a flaw, gotta kill him. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's exactly. a male narrating. He's killing all these people with like these certain flaws about them. So you gotta keep you gotta keep your eyes out for that. Now, is it possible? Is it possible that there might be more than one killer? Because I, I remember mm-hmm. I noticed in the first episode as well when um, you, you got your. You got your little hunches over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to go back and watch some of our after shows. No, really, we've been saying that know. there might be an alliance. Though there, in the first there episode, be, you know, when um, it might be a whole, I don't, I don't know, serial killer tag team, serial killer tag team. I don't know. Well, there might be. Lindy's sister got abducted mm-hmm. in that van. There had to be someone I'll driving the van, this, right? The only, this is the only thing I'll give away. Come on, <laughs> you won't really be giving away nothing. You'll find out sooner than you think. All right. So we do find out who the killer yeah, is. Yeah, whatever think, that means, right? Yeah, I, I, heard that, <laughs> no, I heard that we do find out who the killer is before we get to, like, the finale. So I'm excited about that. And it seemed like the killer's so, yeah, helping Lindy. Think. Yeah, it seems like the killer's well, also helping Lindy. So I'm, I'm, especially in this episode, we saw that. Marcus, I wanted to ask, we talked to... <laughs> Um, a few of the other characters from the show, and they they said like Victoria and Harvey said they took like computer coding classes to prepare for their role. Did you fa- right. like shadow a cop, or what did you do to prepare for your role on the show? Good question. Well, the, I mean, well, the beautiful thing about me in the cast is that I'm the only actor from New York, actually. So I grew up here, and you know, so I have I have a definitely a good sense of what the NYPD is like here, and <laughs> you know what I mean. So. That that was that was definitely easy for me to bring to the role, but yeah. So since I grew up here, I, my character's from the Bronx, but I'm personally from Brooklyn. So hey, okay, okay. Nice. I was born in Brooklyn myself. All right. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. There you go. 
Eastside? Now, now, Marcus, <laughs> if there were any other character that you, uh, any other role, which would you play? Like, what other character would you like to play? In on the show. On the show, if there were any other one you could play. Hmm. Mm, that's a good question. Who would I want to play on the show? The killer. Mm. <laughs> the killer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, who wouldn't want to be the killer? But I would say I would love to be I would love to be Lindy's character. Ah, oh, that's interesting. I would love to be Lindy. She's got a lot on her plate. She's got a lot on her plate, and I think that would be exciting to play as an actor. She's got a lot on her plate. I mean, I commend her for the beautiful job that she's doing, but oh, yeah. mm-hmm. her character's got a lot on her plate, and I just I wonder how I would react to all of that, you know? Yeah, male eye candy. Hmm. Male eye yeah, candy. Right, right. <laughs> Dude, that could truly be season two. That's I have a quick question, Marcus. Are we going to start to see your character develop a little bit more? You will. Throughout the season? You will. You will. You will. I, 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 it seems like the fans want, want my character to pop up more, and that's a good thing. But yeah. Of course. We're looking to see your character more, that's and I want to see more of Harvey's character a little bit. What'd you say? I want to see more of your character and a little bit more of Harvey's character. To develop oh, more for us. You gotta keep tuning in. You gotta keep tuning I, I in. I like that you and guys you were working out, together. And if you want to find out mm-hmm. what's going on with me and Sophia, you, you gotta tune in. <laughs> okay, okay. So we were, we were having like moments where we were sad about this Tindy love affair. So we're gonna get over it on the um, Marcus and Sophia. Yeah, what is boat, that, that love boat. ship called? <laughs> yeah, give it a name. Yeah, let's, please. Start a, let's start a, yeah, let's start a Marcus, uh, 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 Jaeger and Sophia. Thing. Let's, you gonna match the names together? Yay, Fio! Yay, Fio! Yay, Fio! Yay, Fio! So Fager. Or So Fager. Yeah, So Fager. So Fager. So Fager. I like that. So Fager. So Fager. Hashtag So Fager. Hashtag So Fager. I like that. I'm gonna tweet that. So Marcus, are you working on other projects right now where we can keep up with you, or are you just focused on eye candy right now? Um, for the most part, I'm focused on eye candy right now. Um, soon, you guys can catch me in um, uh, the Straight Outta Compton movie that's supposed to be coming out. Okay, I did see that trailer. Summer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Straight Outta Compton, the movie, the the, the biopic of NWA. NWA. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, super I'm exciting. I'm, I'm, yeah, you can check me out in that. That's coming out this summer. But for the most part, I'm focused on eye candy now. And then, are we going to have a season two? I've been looking all over the place for articles, and I have not found anything. Like, have, when do you guys get that word? Uh, I, look, you 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 have as much as as much information as I do. I don't know. You got to talk to Christian about that. I don't know. <laughs> Christian. But you know Christian. what, though? The more you guys watch, the more people tune in, the better chance there is. Definitely. So, there you go. Well, I hope. Well, I know everyone right now loves eye candy, but I hope some more people tune in. That trailer I call I saw it was like a mid-season trailer. I think that'll really grab people because in the beginning I was hearing a lot of my friends saying that the title "Eye Candy" they thought it was about some beautiful girl. They didn't know all of the intricate details of how it's about hacking and mm-hmm. so, you know this online right. world. So I really hope that that trailer draws in some more fans. I'm, att- mm-hmm. I'm, att- I'm definitely sure attracted to Wendy's yeah. more than awesome. just her beauty. Her brain. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show a pretty say? pretty girls can get away with it, get away with anything, can't they, Marcus? <laughs> Wait, say that again. Say that again. Pretty girls get away with everything, don't they? <laughs> you said pretty girls get away with everything. They do. Yeah, they certainly do. Right? Especially when you're dating them. Especially when you're dating them. 
Marcus, Marcus, in uh, tonight's episode, Doctor Wells was wearing a fake engagement ring. What do you? What are your feelings on that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do I feel about the fake engagement ring? Uh huh. I didn't. I, I, how were y'all able to tell? I wasn't able to tell. How, well, how do y'all know that? She, Girls pay attention she, she to, to that. She disclosed this information. She disclosed it. Yeah, and she basically is letting us know that she still has a thing for Tommy. Yeah, the jealousy mm-hmm. thing. I noticed uh, that because she was all like, "Who's that girl?" And she he was just sure like, "Sure, oh, gets around, together. doesn't she?" So when we get uh, <laughs> Marcus, when we get a I backstory, mean, look, you got you got computer hacker genius and brain surgeon. Who would you go with? I don't know. I don't know. They're both geniuses. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and and when the, you know, Marcus, when they said that that wasn't a good combination, I thought that was a power couple. Come on now. Yeah. Like yeah, they have no, busy schedules. Right. Yeah. You're right. Man. But I mean, cute, computer hacking genius sounds pretty cool. I think you can get away with a lot more stuff. <laughs> That's pretty boss. I would want Lindy on my team. It version. is. I think anyone would want Lindy on their team. But hey, your brain needs fixed. <laughs> Let me in there. You know. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be that with that kid. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> okay, they're not letting me operate on their brains today. <laughs> I'd rather a girl hack my phone than my brain. All right. Okay. Fair fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> I got nothing to hide in the real world. Up in here, though, there's all kinds of stuff I don't want people seeing. <laughs> Marcus, before we let you go, I just have a question that I like to ask everyone. What specifically from your childhood drew you to acting and into the industry? What in my childhood drew me to acting? Well, um, I started acting because you know how most most people say, "Oh, I was acting since I was five. I started acting when I was sixteen. I used mm-hmm. to be an athlete. I played a lot of basketball. I played a lot of baseball. And uh, an English teacher of mine, who is still to this day like very dear to me, she said that um, she was like, "Hey, you should you should try to." be in the school play because we were reading a play in class and like I did a scene from it and it was one of those things where like wow you got something you should really pursue it mm-hmm. so we did a we did a play we did a Raisin in the Sun and I ended up getting the lead role and ever since then it's, it's been bliss since then like and as soon as I did that play I caught the acting bug I was crazy. gonna say that. and uh, I never looked back that's beautiful that is such a great story yeah, yeah. Oh, well we definitely yeah, enjoy so, your performance yeah, I was 16 Mm-hmm. I don't even, and, and because of that, like when I play basketball now, you know, I can't keep up with the, you know what I mean? I can't keep up with the young cats nowadays. I used to, I used to be able to, I was good. I was good. So the fact that, you know, my, my, my English teacher got me to quit all of that to pursue acting is definitely a big deal. And that's how I know that it was something meant for me because I'm still doing it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm the type of I get bored of things too easily. So the fact that I'm still doing it and I still love it, it's really a big deal for me. And look, you can do intramural if you need to. You just go ahead and <laughs> do it yeah. for fitness. That's it. I, I mean, exactly. they probably can't keep up with you on set because those are some long hours. So, mm-hmm. well, you can I mean, be a basketball be star. Long. You can be a basketball star now on TV or in film. Yeah, be in the next love and basketball love movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, never know. Well, where can the fans keep up with you on Twitter? Uh, keep up with me on Twitter at my my Twitter name Beautiful. is at Marcus Calendar. M A R C U S C A L L E N D E R. Awesome! We I love your name. Today. Can I ask you, uh, Marcus, for the girls out there? <laughs> <laughs> can they find you on Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or my. <laughs> 
Can we find you on Flare Show? No, no, no. They can't find me on Tinder. They can't find me there. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all seen the show? Y'all seen the show? Y'all seen what happens in Florida? Brian. Brian has seen the show and he's on Tinder. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I thought it'd be cool to meet up with a serial serial killer girl. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm staying. I'm sticking with Marcus. I'm staying off those abs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't do it. I'm trying. I, mean, I, 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 I tell you what, though, a serial killer girl would definitely be beautiful, stunning. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> better be. She, she better be. be stunning. Right? You kind of have to be too. <laughs> Get me in a dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, thank you so much for calling in. It was so great chatting with you. Thank you for having me. This was great. I wish I could be there with y'all. I'm over here in cold, cold New York. Oh, Please let us know when you come to LA so you can join us in the studio. Definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, well, you have a great Twitter name again, or you got it? We got it. We got it. We have it on screen for our fans. At Marcus awesome. Calendar, everybody at home follow and thank you so much for calling in, Marcus. Such a Yay. pleasure talking to you. Okay, bye, bye Marcus. Bye, Marcus. <laughs> oh, he's so awesome. I love that. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Straight out of Compton's coming up this summer. Mark your calendar for Marcus Calendar. Now let's get, we talked about, you know, we introduced everybody to Dr. Wells, and I thought one of the quotes that was so great was that um, Tommy did not have a problem calling Lindy his fiance. Mm-hmm. He loves her. He, he does. He loves her. Yes. Although he won't admit it, he secretly loves her so much. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was so interesting that he was he- was always say like, oh, she's not my partner. Like, he hesitates with mm-hmm. that, but was so quick to call her his fiance. And what about when Jake cancels the date, and then Tommy just happens to be there? He gets so jealous all the time. He's protective. So protective. Yeah, stalker in life. But it's like, it's almost like he knew. (laughs) It's almost like he knew she, you know, was gonna have a date. He just shows up. And like, why did Jake have to cancel? Do you think Tommy interfered or anything? There's so much you know stalking that? going on. I can't even keep it straight. He's stalking her. She's stalking stalkers who are stalking her. Jeez. I don't are even... you stalking anyone, Ryan? I mean, where's the fun in that if I tell you? <laughs> Maybe we'll just warn a few people. Just, you know, close the blinds. I... Don't close my blinds. I don't even close my blinds. I'm not. I like them open. So do I. I feel like my my community is kind of protecting me. Because, like, if I close the blinds, I ain't got my protection out there. But, like, if I leave them open and somebody's on the street and they see something happening, then they can, like, you know, call Call. cops or whatever. So I guess it depends on why they're stalking you, right? (laughs) Like, because Tommy's stalking Lindy. For, to protect her, for, it's almost Maybe. like a like a dark like a like a dark stalker, like Batman. Aww. Like, like you got a little Batman outside. A little Batman. I handed you know? out Batman Valentines. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Oh. Yeah. They were like, "Fight for justice, Batman." Oh, <laughs> fight for love. Fight for love. Those were my Valentines. No, no. See, I wouldn't mind if Batman was stalking me. Because yeah. I know I'm in good hands. I wouldn't hands. mind if anyone was stalking me. So I'm just going to. Oh, I would, well, why, no, why no, then are you not on Facebook? No, I would. No. <laughs> I said I would. What am I trying to say? You said you wouldn't mind if anybody was stalking me. I would yeah, mind. I would mind. You would. Oh, no, don't stalk me. Uh, but if they're a really, really good stalker. Then that means you don't that even know what that they're, they're shocking you. My really, dad is a really, really police really, officer, so really, really, I will have really, protection at all times. Really, really, really good looking. Like Tommy. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. I don't, I don't care. I almost feel like he's the guardian angel of Lindy. He just shows Aww. up when 
She's in the hospital. Okay, stop. You're not going to shove that needle in her spine right now. Lumbar. You know? Oh, my God. Not in that scene. He, he just shows he up. He knows of, what to do. He kind of played in that scene, like, I'm going to scare you a little bit, because she almost got stuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to hold you and enjoy this. And <laughs> how about the doctor? He's like, so you probably have syphilis, too, huh? I'm going to stick you, too, buddy. <laughs> that was a great scene. But I think Tommy is not more... You know, you guys are saying, like, guardian angel, but I think he has a bit of guilt. I right. think there's something that mm-hmm. we haven't um, been Definitely. exposed to yet in his past or something that he's hiding from her that's causing him to really be like, okay, I, I kind of screwed up somewhere and she doesn't know about it and I'm going to continue to protect her. So I think it has a lot to do with her sister. That's just my prediction. You think? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think Ben, too, is what ties them both together because they exactly. both love this guy. Both very close, mm-hmm. you know that that he was the middleman, and now he's gone. So now they're kind of left with each other, and that's kind of how relationships happen. Sometimes is mm-hmm. you start developing dependencies, whether Based it's through work friends. or mutual friends, and then you, through that dependence, you develop real feelings. I you would know, agree so they're with that. starting to care about each other first because they had to. We have to. I have to know where you are. I have to protect you because of this, you know. And her rebellious nature, you know, eventually has to come to a crossroads where she's going to need help. And he's on her side. Definitely. So they have each other. They're the but perfect stalking duo. They are. <laughs> they are. But do you think that there's going to be any um, any issues with that? Because you're saying, like, they have to meet at a crossroads. I feel like they met at a crossroads kind of with, um, with the, not Hamish, but with... Bur- the Birdman's cousin. What? Oh, Bubonic. Bubonic. Okay. What are you up with that outfit? Too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about. Did you guys already talk about that last? Yeah, I, I said he looked like Birdman's cousin. <laughs> Birdman. Yes, Birdman. But Bubonic. I feel like they've already reached that crossroads where there's a bit of a conflict because they both know Bubonic, but I think in very different ways. And mm-hmm. I think that Tommy's on the enemy side, and Bubonic wants to take Lindy under her wing. So I don't know if there's gonna be a moment where they have to be against each other, or if they're already against each other don't know it. Well, obviously there's something coming up we see in like all the trailers where Tommy has been keeping something from Lindy that, I mean, the whole cyber unit's crime unit has been keeping some information that they know maybe about her sister from Lindy. And I think it's probably going to be that that website thing that we saw that like her sister's mm-hmm. on some like prostitute website. Oh, One so of those th- things, I, yeah. if they tell her we found her, your sister is, then she won't be helping them find exactly. the other killers that they need her for. Yeah, she's now the that. bait in all these situations. They need her to stay that way yeah. in yeah. that mindset. That and they know that she's going to go beyond the limits that they can legally because right. they are being paid by the state or whatever, so they have to stay within their limitations. But Lindy doesn't, so she always crosses the line mm-hmm. to that get the job need. done. Yeah. yeah, and that's something they need. But I really hope that they start recruiting these, like, geniuses that they run into, like this Marcus guy who, you know, helped them with this code that Erica created to, like, bring down the hospital, this virus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could really help them in in the future if he designed this huge virus that ended up, you know, breaking down all the systems at the hospital, and then also even Bubonic. Virtual, yeah. Yeah, Bubonic. They should, you know, align all these people mm-hmm. to help them. Kind of set up their own bait for Absolutely. the killer. Absolutely. And I gotta say, uh, for the longest time during that episode, this most recent episode, I thought the virus 
they were talking about was like a biological virus in the hot because we're in a hospital, right? So yeah. I'm thinking, oh, okay, so the virus, they're all getting sick from this virus, but it was a computer virus. Computer. So anyone else who was confused, you're not alone. <laughs> all right. Oh, you were confused. Yeah. Were you confused? Because we were. I'm, I was not confused. I wasn't I confused. I will not be in that boat. <laughs> that hospital needs to upgrade to Mac. <laughs> I'm on Mac. I got Apple products, no viruses, you yeah. know. That's the way to go. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this killer and um, his, it was What's Erica that? and it was Marcus. <laughs> what are you saying? Once you go Mac, you never go back. Uh, that- <laughs> I was like, you're whispering in my ear. <laughs> yeah, we got you in here, boy. <laughs> uh, see, there's the. We're in those headphones. They hear everything. We hear everything. We do. There's the brain surgeon stalker <laughs> talk coming out now. It's Ryan. It's Ryan. Ryan's the killer. Shh. So you wanted to talk so about Erica and Marcus. Yeah, so Erica and Marcus. I I thought it was interesting how they set that up. Like, was it because she wasn't able to get her um, her organ donor that she set up this virus, or was it uh, set that way earlier? Did anybody else catch that? Well, this happens a lot. The hospitals recommend and doctors recommend uh, pills that end up killing your organs. I mean, side effects of some of the drugs that we take are worse off than why we take the drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, Wouldn't the you think she had to take, like, have. 20 pills a day just to keep her body functioning? And right. half of her was on the machine and half of it was pills. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to live that way. Yeah. No, but I think she would have done Ooh. better without taking the new drug that they mm-hmm. thought might help her because that new drug is what killed her liver mm-hmm. and took her off the list to get a heart sooner. And, I, and I feel really like depressing. that had to be around the time when they came up with this plan. Like, if I died, then everyone has to go because she knew mm-hmm. after she wasn't going to get that heart that she was pretty much dying, living, living right. to die, which was really sad to see because that's you know that's the story of a lot of people. Yeah, but I don't know. Did you guys agree with her vengeful? Type of uh, no, well, I agreed with with her perspective that sometimes it is all about the money, and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that that money controls how many decisions we make in day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously with her hurting innocent people, you can't agree with that. Um, but she did strike a chord with me when she said that line, like ships in the night. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was what Ben had told Lindy in the, in the very first episode. Yeah. Um, was that we're all just ships in the night. And when you get lost, you know, you use the stars to find your way. And um, sometimes people just get lost. And I feel like Erica started off as someone with the best intentions, good heart, and she, like a ship in the night, without the stars, she got lost. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful, right? That was kind of poetic. <laughs> <laughs> we got our own poet here at AfterBuzz TV. What I liked about Argus' character is that she's in this hospital, she's sick, and she's sitting there talking to Lindy pretty much saying, hey, I can see that there's pain behind your eyes. And I loved that about her because... She brings out the true meaning behind this whole TV show of everybody's hiding behind flaws and imperfections. Mm -hmm. But she's saying, hey, I'm sick. I'm on my deathbed. I'm not worried if I have pounds of makeup on or the best designed dress. She's saying, hey, I'm here. I'm about to die, and I can see real life. Um, I said it's called IRL in real life. Did you guys know that the name of the club stands for Mm -hmm. IRL? Mm -hmm. So I think that was a symbolism for that, like in real life. She's in real life and not behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I loved her character in this. Like, that was my favorite scene to watch during this episode, was watching Erica. Although it was sad, 
I thought it was very vital for the whole meaning to this TV show or part of it. I feel no, like definitely. when any of us go through like really traumatic events like that, it definitely grounds us and brings definitely. us down to life and like what's important, what's not mm-hmm. important. Exactly. It really helps us let go of the things that we tend to focus on that really are meaningless. Mm-hmm. So I love that we got to see that in this episode as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they helped each other. I mean, she, you know, gave what you just said, but um, I feel like she also talked about death. She's experienced death and she was helping um, was it Mark? She was helping Mark mm-hmm. kind of prepare for life without her and that you can live on and you know you'll always have their memory. <clears throat> so I think that they both learned from each other in this episode and that was great. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else you want to add? Anything that stood I mean, out to can you guys? we can we talk about that gift at the end? How like I thought it was going to be from the killer, right? Because the killer it was from the killer. But it said Jake. It was from the killer. I know. It says <laughs> Jake. Okay, Ryan, we all have like our ideas of who the killer is. Who do you uh, think yeah. the killer is? Jeez. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's not even fair. Um, I would say right now... Everybody is to, a suspect. Uh, but who do you think? Lin- Lindy's the killer. She's a schizo. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. And uh, after they put that angle monitor on her, she just lost it. Oh my gosh. After not drinking for six months, she just lost it and started dating uh, girls. <laughs> Okay, so this is officially prediction, just so you guys know listening. <laughs> My yeah. official prediction is... Lenny's uh, a schizo. Lenny's a schizo, and she is killing people in her sleep. <laughs> She's sleepwalking, killing you're, people? You're really creative with this one. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's weird that Jake canceled, and I mean, that present that we know she got from the killer before, that was actually that bracelet that her sister had lost, it kind of came in the same packaging like the book came tonight that Jake got her. Uh, that was like all the restaurants in the world. We're going to them all. We're going to together we're forever. We're going to go together forever. So are He's you crazy. guys do you guys crazy. think that Jake is the killer now? Is that who I you guys are? I think in that one episode when they tried to like make us not think it. I don't think that worked at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I did have a moment where I thought it was Tommy, but we see in so many episodes that he was not a suspect. So Jake is definitely, it makes so much sense. He knows mm-hmm. where she lives. Okay, everyone can Google addresses, but he knows where she lives without knowing, without being told. Then, like you brought up, the gift situation, I just think he's creepy. And he's a part of a team of people. Yes, that's what I think. I think you guys think there's more people, than one? I think there's more than one. And I think whoever the main person is has to be big enough and strong enough to do what he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He takes out a lot of people who seem to be capable. <laughs> right, cops you know? and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it makes sense for it to be more than one person because all the time when we're like, oh, he, he wasn't here this episode, he just had someone else fill in at that time. So I think it makes sense for it to be more than one. What do you think, Brittany? I don't know. I still feel like it's a toss-up. It could be Jake, but I don't know why I'm still stuck on either Sophia or her dad, and I think it's because her getting that card, um, I think it was episode Mm, three or four, and her throwing it out, it still sticks in my mind. I want to learn more about her father and why they don't talk, and Mm. I need to know more information. It would just be like like incest. It would be so weird if it was her dad. That's why I'm like, okay, it can't be her dad. It might not be her dad, but I don't know. I just feel like, why was that significant? Why did they show the card? Why... And why does it bother me? And why did it come the same time as that package or that and the got? bracelet yeah, and stuff? They came this exact same time, so I don't think that was a coincidence. I think they wrote that in there to make us think a little, but I hope they reveal it to us soon. We gotta figure it well, out. Well, I love that Jake is like the love interest of the season, and he's also who 
we suspect is the killer because like she's falling in love with the killer. <laughs> so it's like, can he just get her to fall in love with him, like the normal him, and like drop the whole killer thing? Like, I can't mean, I just be a tr- something of the past? Like, she, uh, she might be the one. She might be. She, one. she <laughs> might be the one and to I, change him. I told you guys, Ooh. I'm waiting for this killer boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the killer to say something about her lips because the fact that Jake and Lindy have kissed already, I'm just mm. like, if he spills that type of tea, then we are going to really see that this is the killer. <laughs> like, he has to say something about the kiss, the lips, something that makes us know that it's him. So, we'll, well see. he's helping her now in her he other is. crime solving, and he's always watching. But he's not a good hacker, is he? He's not. He, Jake isn't good at hacking. And this, well, we don't know that. Well, that's why. It would be cool to see a team of people show up. So you said that the killer is going to be revealed this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in order for us to move into further seasons, you know, or for eye candy to move into further seasons, we have to have more Other of people. a more of an antagonist. So group. maybe the killer is like, okay, well, I did this, this, and this, but I didn't do that one. Yeah, that like, murder wasn't me. You, maybe you have the <laughs> the person who gets their hand dirty; they're the actual killer. Then you have the hacker mastermind, and then you have some other pawns. You know, <laughs> Illuminati, Illuminati, <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> Did you guys see that triangle in tonight's episode? <laughs> oh, the triangle, Illuminati. There were like so many triangles. Did you see the star? <laughs> Freemasons. Oh gosh, the MTV flipping around. And you just see it. Just real quick, because we have... <laughs> just kidding. But I'm not kidding. <laughs> we, we definitely have to wrap soon, guys. But before we wrap, one thing that I no- noticed, and I was hoping we would see this, is last episode we saw that um, that Connor's boo was kidnapped. I thought we were going to see a bit of that. We didn't see anything. Yeah, Oliver. Where's Oliver? Yeah. So he could be a part of this Illuminati squad. We don't know. <laughs> Illuminati, Illuminati squad. squad. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. As soon as, as soon as we mentioned Illuminati, it's like, all right, guys, we got to wrap it up. we got to cut it. <laughs> With the, 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 the virus that afterbites, it's coming in. Can you guys still hear us? There's, definitely, there's definitely a lot of loose ends in this series, but I think sure. you know some things you fill in with your own imagination, and other things I think will be leading into the future for future stories, which definitely. is fun. That's why I'm going to keep watching. I hope. So. Yes. I hope they definitely leave some stuff to the imagination because I feel like that's what makes me want to watch the, the show even more. You need imagination. You need to be able to think and wonder. I don't want to know everything. I want to know a little bit, but I want mm-hmm. my mind to wander. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to end it there. Before I give you guys my Twitter handle, I'm going to hand it over to Brittany because I know she did a few things with MTV. So we're going to wrap here. What happened, Brittany? <laughs> okay, really quick, guys. Um, a lot of you know that I'm on MTV as the challenge. I was actually out filming in New York. Ooh. We were filming something called The Shit They Should Have Shown. So it's all the funny stuff. You guys will get to see that probably in a couple weeks. And I'm really excited for that. The shit they should have shown. The shit they should have shown. All the funny stuff. The and shit, where can we find the you, shit they can't legally show on TV? <laughs> <laughs> what they will show on TV. Um, you guys can find me at Brittany underscore Baldy on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I also have a website, BrittanyBaldy.com. And I'm Ryan Malady. Brittany and I were on season one of Are You the One? And uh, we have some interesting projects in the works, so mm-hmm. definitely keep in touch. Uh, you can follow me at Ryan Malady on all social media outlets. <laughs> I'm the you only one. I am the one. <laughs> you are the one. I am the one. I am Ryan Nowdy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and you can find me at Cinematic Escape everywhere. CinematicScape.com, on Twitter, on Instagram. It's unanimous. Got it. It's all there. And you guys can find me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. As always, use the hashtag ABTVICandy, because we love to hear what you guys have to say. All your comments this week have been great, and we just got a tweet from Marcus that said he loved chatting with us. We love you, too. 
Mark is the man. Yes. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week for more eye candy. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.